It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry, live mic. That's what you call the show here. Episode 23, grateful to you for listening to all this history-making stuff today. Impeachment, uh, tax reform, yada, yada, yada. I also mentioned Kenny G in the last segment. Bet you didn't see that coming. Why? Well, uh, back at the turn of the century, you know, in 2000, he put together a millennium mix. I told you that some of the words spoken in the United States Senate will probably make their way into some commemorative audio musical compilation of things. Uh, And I made reference to that song I used to listen to on New Year's Day. Well, here's a little bit of it so you don't think I'm crazy. This country is at war with Germany. December seventh, nineteen. All right, that's that's sufficient. The reason I brought that up was today you heard words that may be worthy of being repeated throughout history alongside the words you heard just there. One of them, uh, if you've been watching The Crown, uh, you know one of those quotes was uh, from the uncle of Queen Elizabeth as he abdicated the throne, giving way uh, to King George. Uh, Later on, we heard the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Well, there uh, was an oath taken in the United States Senate today, spoken by John Roberts, that uh, will be, in my humble opinion, uh, some words that will ring uh, throughout history, certainly as a reminder of the testing of the United States Constitution, which is taking place right now in this moment in history in Washington, D.C. Listen, I- I'm, bo- I'm boring you. I- I'm so sorry. Let's come back to-, to reality and something I'm excited about. It's USMCA, the new NAFTA, the trade deal between the United States Canada and Mexico. Oh, shoot. Can we go back just one quick second? I'm so sorry. Uh, There is one more little thing I want to share with you regarding the impeachment deal. The president uh, has declared today a religious freedom day. That's something that happens by every president. It's happened since the 1700s. It's a a thing we see each year, uh, the Declaration of Religious Freedom today. In conjunction with that declaration, the president today made some remarks, and as he is known to do, he strayed from the script a little bit and uh, and had a few things to say regarding the impeachment. So here's a quick 30-second clip of some of the president's remarks uh, today uh, on this historic day as the uh, Senate proceedings in the impeachment trial against him take shape. We have the greatest economy in the history of our country. We have the highest job numbers today. It was just announced. We have more people working in the United States than ever before in the history of our country, almost 160 million people. We're doing an incredible job. And for absolutely no reason, and for absolutely no reason, I got impeached. It's a disgrace and it's a hoax. Thank you very much, everybody. A disgrace and a hoax. That's what your president says. 
All right, so USMCA, I, since the beginning of this program, since episode one, I've been beating this drum. And I do so as a former uh, House staffer. I was a congressional aide uh, for a number of years working for Congressman uh, Rob Bishop. And back there, I came to realize that uh, despite all of the headlines you see plastered across the 24-hour news outlets and the newspapers and the websites, and uh, there is... In fact, much going on in the United States Congress, aside from these headline-making events, aside from the historic event uh, today uh, of the impeachment trial. This morning, uh, the Senate, they cast a vote that had nothing to do with impeachment, in fact, and it was. Uh, they took up the, the bill that was passed by the House. Uh, they debated it, and they voted on it. And which one is that? Well, it's the USMCA, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Trade Agreement. I want to spend just a few uh, moments. I have a, a document here I got my hands on from the office of uh, the U.S. Trade Representative, and it outlines uh, not just the details of the USMCA, what they could mean should the president sign it and it take effect and the uh, related countries uh, honor their end of the deal, but it, it looks at uh, the numbers here specific to Utah. Uh, the document says the USMCA has reached an agreement, uh, or rather the United States, Mexico, and Canada have each reached an agreement to rebalance and modernize the North American Free Trade Agreement. That's NAFTA. Uh, a high standard trade deal. The new USMCA will better serve the interest of American workers, farmers, ranchers, and businesses and support mutually beneficial trade leading to freer markets, fairer trade, and robust economic growth in North America. Now, depending on your probably your politics or your way of interpreting uh, you know, the economic realities uh, of both our nation and the world and our continent, certainly, you may feel differently, but that's the assertion from the office of the U.S. Trade Representative that this deal is generally a good one. And, you know, your uh, Senator Mitt Romney, he put a, a statement out this morning in support of this deal. So he uh, is in line with the, the trade representative. Uh, the senator said, and I'll go into the Utah specifics in just a moment. Let me share with you what the senator had to say. Uh, this trade deal creates more balanced and reciprocal trade, raises labor standards and protects our technology and intellectual property from those who don't play by the rules. Romney continues, While I'm disappointed that protections for our biologics industry were not ultimately included in the final deal, Utah's dairy farmers will benefit from access to new markets for exports into Canada and Mexico. The agreement also supports communities that have been disproportionately harmed by the effects of NAFTA. While not perfect, this deal represents a long-overdue update to NAFTA and overall win uh, will benefit workers and farmers in our state and across the country. You're going to hear language like that often. It's not perfect. Uh, it has some shortcomings, but overall, uh, there is a, a net benefit. That is the language of compromise. When you hear a, a member of Congress or an elected leader of whatever stripe, oftentimes a legislator, when they uh, when they talk to you in those terms, while not perfect or while there are still certain shortcomings, it means that they've compromised, uh, that they have given some to get some. And I think uh, overall, uh, certainly in this two-party system, which we enjoy here in the United States, uh, enjoy, you, know, you can define that however you'd like, uh, is, is good. It's a, it's a net positive. It's a good thing. It's good that we have debate. It's good that we have folks that uh, have, hold uh, such different views so that we might, uh, as the senator said, uh, not to, well, it's not perfect. Uh, will be a net benefit for the workers of our state and across the country. You've got about a, uh, 30 seconds left here. I want to share with you some of the facts and figures. Uh, you know that $2.5 billion uh, worth of goods are exported from Utah to Canada and Mexico. That was the figure in 2018. Uh, $1.8 billion 
uh, to Canada, $725 million uh, to uh, Mexico. Agriculture, it's important uh, to the state and some of the improvements in USMCA here. Again, this is according to the trade representative, the U.S. trade representative, that uh, some of the milk pricing in Canada, they have a program program up there which is uh, put the squeeze on some American dairy farmers. Well, that's gone. And then on for the poultry producers, there will be uh, new access for chicken and egg exports and expanded access uh, for turkey exports, uh, you know, the big turkey farms here in Utah. Uh, this deal also uh, looks at intellectual property. Uh, the, the senator was very praising of the progress made on that front. Uh, and you uh, tech folks know exactly what I'm talking about. Listen, next up, I'm looking forward to this conversation. It's a bittersweet one. Uh, Utah Representative Patrice Aaron will be joining us here in studio. I got a note this morning from her office saying that after 20 years of service, uh, she won't be seeking re-election. We're going to look back over her 20 years. We're going to look forward to what she'd like to accomplish in this next legislative session. And we're going to see what advice she may have for the young crop of legislators uh, in the halls of uh, uh, Utah's state capitol. That's all next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.